thank you for joining us for this episode of Corkscrews and Contracts. I'm Wyatt Wallace. And I'm Jennifer Hamrick. And we, uh, we started this podcast to really give everyone an idea of more information for investing and buying your own home, as well as uh, what kind of returns you should look for in the real estate market. Uh, Jennifer, what do we have today? Today we are drinking more Nobles Vines, um, and that is a California red wine, Cabernet. Mm, let's try that out. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. As I finish my I like first it. glass. I like it. <laughs> yes. yes. No. Thank mm. you. I'll do the honors. We'll stop <laughs> and those voices you hear are title attorneys, Brad Bald and Brendan Bald. Hey. hey. Well, well, well let, let, let the record reflect we have a retired oh. title attorney here. That's right. I still have an active license, but that's behind. <laughs> and we are doing a joint uh, podcast today. We are putting it together. Uh, Millennial Lawyer Podcast meets Corkscrews and Contracts. Oh my god, oh I'm my excited. God. Dynamic duo. Dynamic yes. duo. But guys, let's talk about like how this idea came to fruition. Like when did we decide this? It was what, like three days ago, four yeah, days ago? Yeah, we Something were at like a networking that. event. Um, mm-hmm. there, there may or may not have been a little bit of um, whiskey involved. Uh. Right? I know and nothing about whiskey. Yeah, it's the, the other idea, water. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Ideas yeah, started flowing. The other water. Yeah. <laughs> Ideas started flowing, and we, you know, quick walk home from the, the yeah. networking event, and here we are. Mm-hmm. That was a great networking event too. It really Shout was. Shout out to Network Under Forty. Yeah, they always put on a good event. They do. They do. Yeah. They do. You move into town, you want to meet some new people. Definitely, guys. Where do we meet? Yeah, we met at Network Under 40. We did. Yeah. We oh, met at Network Under 40. Oh, 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 oh my gosh. Yeah. So romantic. Mm-hmm. And a couple days later, man, here we are. Here we are so doing you know this what podcast. that means? There are a lot of good looking guys at Networking Under 40, ladies. Hey. hey. <laughs> Let's go, baby. <laughs> Thank you, Jennifer. That's so sweet of you. <laughs> Brendan usually compliments me like that, but it's nice to hear from you. Yeah, you know. He needs, he needs ego boosters. <laughs> it's not the same coming from your brother. <laughs> Your money, baby. Don't let them tell you anything, all right? Don't let them tell you anything. Your money. Vegas, baby. Thank you, baby. Who's the big winner tonight? Brad's a big winner at the casino tonight, baby. But I actually wasn't. I actually lost $100 when I was in Vegas for that conference. Oh, I know. No. I know. Why do I think it's a good idea to leave the club and sit in a blackjack table Mm-mm. and gamble? Because right. it's in. addicting. Yes. You sit there and you just think it's a good idea with the money in your pocket. Like, I'm in Vegas. I got to do it. Might as well. You know? Think it's, about, it's, you would have saved that $100 had you been at our networking event oh, instead of Vegas. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> right. Guys, yeah. you know, let me just, I'm going to go in the corner. That's right. You know, I'm just trying look, to save you I can't money. even look myself in the mirror. But, <laughs> okay. next month. Next month. We are Road Title sponsoring. Mm-hmm. That's right. We're yes. very excited. Excellent. Middle Tennessee Investors and Wholesalers Network. Would Shout love out. to have you there. I'd be honored. So good. Maybe, maybe we'll bring my uh, assistant. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Lloyd! 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 Lloyd with the camera. Maybe <laughs> a name tag that says Lloyd. Yeah, no. yeah. Oh my god. That's all it takes. Lloyd, good. pictures! Speaking of Lloyd, yeah. we have a celebrity that was in Entourage. Oh my gosh. That is the biggest, that, that was such a fun fact. Brennan and I are huge Entourage fans. Wow. Absolutely obsessed. We quote it all the time. And now we just learned about 30 minutes ago that you were featured in an Entourage episode. Yes. Blew our mind. Oh my God. 
We're in the great. We cannot wait to watch yeah. it. We're gonna go yeah. home right after this, pull it up, watch it, take a screenshot, put it on all social. Boxing, doing that oh, shadow yeah. kickboxing. Yeah. <laughs> Season eight, episode eight, I think something like that. Yes. I don't know, but it was it was good. It was oh, good. It was what it. was so cool about it was that I went to visit friends in New York when in, back in 08. Mm-hmm. And we were thinking about it. we were like spent a whole week with the guys living in a single bedroom, and there were like ten of us or so in this apartment. Yeah. Right, unbelievable. Yeah, guy was in a closet. Guy was in the office. You know, just just as dudes do. You can, yeah, as dudes right. do. Yeah, that's right. And so we went out as an entourage all the time. One yeah, of the guys that was ahead of us, like, hey, you know, we should do this. We should have our own entourage. And then uh, years later, I didn't actually get to go to New York, but moved to California. That's it was on the killer. real TV show. That's boom. Killer. Yeah, that's bad. That's awesome. I love that. It's good. That's freaking <laughs> awesome. Thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, I'm excited to be on this podcast with you today. Oh, yes. my gosh. Yeah. So let's talk about millennials and Please. real estate. Is yeah. that what we're talking about? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Let's get back. Let's get back on. Let's get back on topic. I guess. <laughs> We could go on and on about that. What what kind of houses? What what kind of things are you noticing as far as as buyers and and, and apparently our age group? So the first the first thing that I notice is there is a lot of hesitation, you know, from millennials out there looking to buy a home. Mm-hmm. And I think you know personally from living in Nashville, it's just the appeal of all these sexy apartment complexes opening up left and right. Even the apartment complex we're in now, mm-hmm. it's awesome. I mean it, I mean with the convenience of maintenance, with the pool, with the workout gym. We walk everywhere. You know, I'm right across from the street from you guys, and we walk 10 minutes, and we're downtown. We go to Midtown. We're right in Demumbrian. I mean, it's just the convenience that people, you know, are so intrigued about that they figure they're going to be paying this monthly non-committal rent a year. You know, they may sign a a year lease agreement or maybe 15 months, and it's very non-committal, and they get to live in a great location with, you know, maintenance included. If something, if if the dishwasher... Or the uh, uh, washer and dryer goes out. What do they do? They call the maintenance guy, comes up, replaces it within 24 hours. Yeah. And I think that's just convenience. And that's what I notice right away. What about you guys? Absolutely. Yeah. Convenience. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing to be able to leave things at downstairs at a concierge. Oh, or just at the huge. leasing office. Yeah. And then, it, you know, you're like, oh, somebody just dropped me off something, you know. Right. You get that in a house. Yeah. I never have to think about if Amazon's going to get it to me because there's someone here 24 (laughs) hours a day. Right? Right? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And I think we live in a world that's very, we stay very busy right now. So if you don't have to take care of stuff, it just, it helps. For sure. It gives you, it frees you up to do fun or have fun adventures. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And then we're talking about, you know, people who are not only graduating college with, student debt but they're graduating grad school law school I mean you know med school with this tremendous uh, debt what makes them decide all right well I think it's a good idea to get more in debt to buy a home Mm. you know sure people are telling me the market's great right now Uh, but why would they in that point decide that they would want to you know continue to be in debt you know if they're just suckered into it in their mid to late 20s I mean Millennials of all ages well I think Millennials by reputation are wild cards I mean, I'm a case in point. Do one thing, you do another thing, you try many, many different things. Millennials want to feel like at any given moment they could quit their job and do something else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They think the fact of having a giant mortgage hanging over your head prevents you from doing that. Mm-hmm. Gets rid of that flexibility, gets rid of that freedom. And that's why some millennials, I think, hesitate to get into home buying. They'd rather live that city lifestyle, be flexible, be able to get out of a lease, 
downsize, upsize, doesn't really matter. You don't want to be tied down for a 30-year mortgage. Right. I think that's what keeps a lot of people away. I mean, you're on a and you're on a month to month right now. Yeah, which I'm is month incredible. to month. But I'm on the far, far end of the spectrum. I need to be as flexible as possible, considering <laughs> my recent transition yeah. into acting. But other people, <laughs> yes, I think some some people who live in the same way, they're doing something that they're not entirely happy about. They have other dreams, have other ambitions. They don't want to get locked down because mm-hmm. they're not as comfortable in what they're doing. So they have a lot of anxiety and stress and confusion about maybe purchasing a house. I just renewed my lease and the thought of being it felt like i was going to be trapped yeah for another 12 to 14 months and i'm like i don't know how i feel about that so i i feel that Mm -hmm. you know just off of a rental right versus a purchase yeah so yeah and then uh, flip the flip the switch on that as you guys know i i recently I purchased a home yeah. within the last couple of weeks, so I'm very, very excited. We toured, and, and Brendan showed. It's in the Nation Charlotte Park area. Um, it's in uh, new construction, so it's going to be uh, closing in January. So I'm going to be moving in, and I just recently designed all the interior furnishings because it's all custom. So I'm really, really excited about that. But you know, I've already, you know, been at my apartment complex for I'm um, going into my I think my third year. I think it ends. Um, at the end of this year, but I, I, I felt comfortable that it was time. Like I'm walking to work right now. Yeah, that's tough to leave behind just the convenience factor. But I've been, I just feel in the mindset, I've been through the Demumbrian, I've been through the Midtown, that I'm ready for that next step. So I feel like a lot of millennials, you know, when they're making that step, you know, for new couples, newly engaged couples, newly married couples, you know, they're taking that next step and buying. Yeah, they might not be buying in the immediate core of Nashville because of, you know, money purposes, they might buy buying out a little bit, but it's that change in circumstances. Mm-hmm. Well, and I worked with a newlywed, or they were get they were engaged, mm-hmm. an engaged couple, and they they didn't realize how easy it was to buy a house. So when right. I talked to them, they ended up purchasing, and they love where they live. And the her her now husband. Um, he's now become like a gardener and he wants to know all about the plants and he wants to fix up the backyard and one day he wants to buy land. So it kind of, it snowballed and now he's looking for the future and having more than just the Mm. house they bought now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a big thing for, I guess a sell for cities like Nashville is as the days go by, your house is just appreciating and appreciating and appreciating. Mm -hmm. So even if you do have that wild card spirit, you can buy a house and six months later sell it for a profit, right? Yeah. I mean, you guys have the experience selling these things. So I would think, considering how the market is now and how it's going and how it's looking, you can alleviate some anxiety from your clients just by telling them that and showing them some market reports, I would think. I was, uh, I was reading uh, A Millionaire Real Estate Investor by Gary Keller yeah. for like okay. a third time. Yeah, yeah, last night. Oh, I need to read that book. It's a big blue book. Okay. Yeah, yeah, let's see. It's got... Depends. Hmm? It comes in red as well. Red, <laughs> I got it. I can give okay. it to you. Oh, it does come in red? Okay, I thought the red was for real estate agents. Oh, you know what? You might be right. Never mind. Yeah. Scratch that. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Blue's my favorite color, well, so I picked books. it off okay. the shelf. Yeah. So, uh, in it, he talks about you know um, uh, Federal Reserve statistics that say that the median net worth of a renter over time is, was something like in the 90s and then in the early 2000s, Something like six thousand dollars versus a homeowner, which was one hundred and twenty. 
Wow. So when you think about that investment for someone and the fact that they are forced to save money over time by putting it into a mortgage, yeah. the result is really pretty incredible. Oh, and, for and sure. And if, if you don't know that, then you can keep renting for the mm -hmm. freedom of it. Right. But then in 10 years, you go, I haven't saved a thing. Uh, yeah. For real. Yeah. So I, I was shocked because I didn't know it was that stark. Yeah. 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 So with some, somebody that's buying a home, when do you guys get in the conversation of talking about using it maybe in the next three to five years as investment property? Because you know, if you're talking about a millennial that's going to buy a home, that a, sing, a single guy or a single woman buys a home, you know, who knows what's going to happen in the next three to five years? They could end up buying, you know, a, a home with a picket fence in a yard. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when do you guys get in the conversation of talking about, all right, well, you can use the next one or the first one as investment property? You know, when does that conversation start? I think it depends on the buyer um, and if they're ready to hear that. If they're already, you know, nervous about buying the home, you know, it just depends on where they're at mentally. Right. If, they are, if they're open to hearing that. Yeah. So sometimes if they're nervous about it, it might be a good idea to have that conversation. Like you're not stuck here. You can always rent this home out. Right. Um, you know, if it's something where they're look, so, uh, worked with millennials looking for their forever home. Yeah. So if that's the mindset, you probably don't want to have that conversation with them. So just yeah. Mm. yeah. Do you think millennials are more high maintenance than other demographics in terms of what they're looking for that's in their home? They're looking for a, a $300,000 home, but they want all the bells and whistles, but you can't get that. I definitely agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even a realtor, and I know that. <laughs> I do have to have that conversation um, pretty often, you know. Yeah. You, <laughs> I have to have the conversation where people, even when they uh, build their home, they're only 80% pleased with what they've built mm -hmm. that is a that's a success story is if you love your home 80 percent yeah <laughs> so you're not gonna find that 100 perfect yeah. home i just read I, I literally just watched a video and read an article on that same exact topic and that's, I mean, that, but people need to realize that yeah. because a lot of people go into home buying and like, I need to find my dream home. I have to absolutely love it and love everything about it. But that's not how it works. Mm -hmm. You know, you gotta, you gotta love it a little bit. And then, then that extra 10, 20%, it, it'll come later or, you know, it'll just, it'll come in time or you'll realize after a while that you may want to transfer that to investment property. I think it's, it's a time process thing. Mm -hmm. and, and you may realize a lot of things that you didn't know going into the situation where you go, oh, I didn't know that I wanted a pantry. Yeah, a walk-in pantry. Yeah, <laughs> huh. yeah. I guess I, I can just like this. take things from off of the floor now and put right. them on the shelf. How exciting! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know. Oh, for sure. A lot of people. We were talking to our interior designer friend a couple of weeks ago, and uh, the comment was, you know, with this open concept thing, people mm -hmm. are going, "Well, where do I put my furniture? Because now there's no wall to slide the couch against." Yeah. Maybe there's no distance between the, the kitchen and, and the television right now. So so you have to go, oh, okay, well, if I if I want open concept, do I also want to keep the whole house clean That's all the point. time? Yeah. That's something to think about when you're you're speaking to a client and they're like, Oh, I want what I see on, on HGTV. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and people, you know, our, you know, our age we go, we've seen perfection on television for years and years. Mm -hmm. Nobody starts with a starter home on TV. Uh, oh, oh, oh no. Oh no, it's the most glorious, you know, sexy right on the water, you know, with oh, yeah. the balcony views of oh, the yeah. city. I mean, mm -hmm. of course. 
Yeah, I've read, I've read that millennials want to skip the starter home completely wow. and jump to their main family home. Mm-hmm. They don't want a, a home that they're just going to grind in for five to ten years and then upgrade. They want that upgrade as 26-year-old, 25-year-old, mm. year which just goes to the same point of they have high standards and they're a <laughs> right. little bit, a little bit uh, entitled, if you will. Oh. <laughs> I think. Was that a jab at us? Oh, the millennials, bro? It hurts. Hey, hey, hey I mean, right. you got to be able to take it from yourself if you're going to take it from anybody else. <laughs> <That's> the- <laughs> and he is like the youngest millennial in the room, for the record. Lloyd! <laughs> Lloyd, fill up my wine glass. <laughs> Renters Warehouse Nashville has become the top property management company in Tennessee, specializing in generating rental income for your property. Their Nashville team is local and professional. They're ready to help homeowners and investors lease their home or property with confidence. Call 615-398-9550 for Renters Warehouse Nashville. Visit our friend Bradley T. Bald, licensed attorney at the Road Title and Escrow LLC, where he counsels and facilitates clients in various commercial and residential transactions. In addition to his real estate practice, Bradley is an attorney for Keller, Turner, Ruth, Andrews, and Gannon PLLC in the firm's sports, entertainment, and corporate practice. Bradley is also a Rule 31 mediator in the state of Tennessee. Again, that's Bradley T. Bald at the Road Title and Escrow. Give him a call. And I don't know about you guys, but I, I feel this this need or urge to do everything quickly because I'll be too old to enjoy it if I wait too long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah. I mean, that's honestly, that's kind of how I felt. Really? Yeah. I was like, I was like, now's kind of the time. You know, I hate to be to say I'm influenced by my friends and social media, but I kind of am a yeah. little bit, you know, I see other people buying and I, you know, I'm in the real estate industry and I see people closing day in and day out. And I'm talking to you guys, I'm talking to other realtors and investors that are talking about the profitability of, you know, buying a home now in this market that's still thriving. Yeah. So I was like, I don't want to, you know, a little bit of FOMO. It's like, I don't want to miss out. Yeah. You know, I had my lease ending now. I was like, this is the right time. So I, I think definitely. Or you feel like you're, you're, too late you're already behind yeah like i, I gotta catch up a little bit yeah, right? you know i was talking to a guy a couple weeks ago a uh, multi-millionaire like tens and and he, he goes hey once you get through whatever it is that i was doing at the time he said okay now the best way to get to where i am is don't go out buying consumer goods don't go do the stupid thing and buy yeah. a new porsche or yeah. any whatever because that's going to depreciate yeah, yeah, and I was like, about. but I want to do those things. <laughs> I felt super crushed at the time. Yeah, like how? How? Well, you can. Why? Why? Why do I have to delay? Yeah, yeah. like I won't be cool for my friends if I don't have those things. Yeah, and that's that's kind of scary now that I think about it. Right? Because there's a lot of us with that mentality. Yeah. What? For sure. Took him two days to recover from that conversation. Oh, I know. <laughs> Oh, I bet. Days. Oh, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My cereal wasn't the same anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So I know all you all you guys are technically in the millennial age group. Yeah. Question for you. Have you found in your experience that millennial home buyers prefer to work with millennial realtors, millennial loan officers, and middle millennial title officers? Mm-hmm. Or do they not care? Because obviously, as realtors, you're usually the first step 
in a home buyer's journey, unless they're getting pre-approved before they're even seeing you. Mm -hmm. So do you like passing your clients off to people who are your age, who you think your client is going to get along with? Or have you found that that's just kind of a non-issue for millennial buyers? I've found that they will reach out to someone that is like them in age, maybe location or history that they've known for a while. And then if they need someone different, then they don't, you know, the next handoff doesn't matter. Mm. Right. So it's like, oh, um, you know, Wyatt, can you help me buy a house? Great. Uh, I'm moving across the country. Can you assist me with that? Or, or maybe I need a, a title attorney. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then it could be it could be someone like the one you know you do sure. uh, or you got you know uh -huh. sitting around the table or it could be someone that's you know three times their age mm -hmm. but at least they started out with someone that's close to them. Exactly. One thing I found um, when referring is like when it comes to referring to Brad. They're like, oh, his office is on Music Row? Yeah, I want to close it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, yeah. it's the the thought of closing on Music Row. Exactly. Or, so it's the, the hip thing yeah. to do almost. Right. Um, I think it does also go back to people, work with people they like, know, mm -hmm. and trust. So, you know, um, we do attract people that, that like us because we're probably around the same age or have something in common. Exactly. So I think it's harder to say because, you know, as far as I'm, we're, we're younger, so we're working with younger people too yeah. right now. Right. That's so why I think social media is so important for people in the real estate business. That's why real estate agents blow up social media feeds. They're the best think at about it. it. If, yeah. And I have this conversation with a lot of my friends. I said, if I was going <laughs> to buy a house right now, who am I going to call? Probably the person who's top of mind. Who's blowing up my feed? Who I'm friends with on social media? Like, oh, that, yeah. <laughs> so it's you. So it's you. You could find find probably five, ten, fifteen friends who probably, if you dug really deep in your brain, could find them as real estate agents. Mm -hmm. But who are you going to go to? It's a person who you know is working. They're posting on social media that they're working. They're grinding. They're in front of your face all the time. Borderline annoying some of the times, but yeah. that's kind of yeah. what you got to do. But I think that's a huge thing. A lot of times with title companies, and Brad knows this, and I know this, having worked in a title company, home buyers most of the time could care less who they're closing with. Yeah, <laughs> it's the trust that the realtors have in the referral to the title company that gets in there, and then they don't care. It just adds to the experience. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's literally like it's the icing why, on the cake. Yeah, and that's why we pride ourselves on that closing table and. You know, you harped on being on Music Row. I mean, you walk into, I mean, we're a, a, a boutique sports and entertainment firm, and we work with a lot of musicians and artist clients, and you see that. And you see that modern vibe in our office, and we have the champagne, and we have the wine, and we have the music. And, you know, Jennifer and I are both, you know, quote-unquote millennials, so we create that, like, you know, livelihood vibe. And I think people like that, and I think that's the comfort level. And, you know, to harp and piggyback on what Jennifer and Brennan just said, about the closing experience is when you put up that video that you did with uh, the, the recent closing we did. It was a hell of a video. Uh, we, well, it was a great video, but we I had <laughs> agents reach out to me and said, 
that looks killer. I, I love that. I would love. I need to close there. You know, I want to. I want to take videos with you guys. And then wow. my first response is like, "Well, send some closings my way." You know, and then you'll get be able to get that video, and you'll be able to get that. But picture. one question: Where, Where's my commission off of that? It's coming, son. It's, it's, it's it'll, coming. Be, it'll be in the mail. Okay. Okay. So after we're 4%. done, I'll go ahead and give you my dates. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah we got some, baby. Jennifer, we got some closings coming up. We do. We yeah. have three, so I'll make sure I give you the hey. dates so you can be there. I would love to. Oh, that would be that'd be awesome. <laughs> that'd be fun. Yeah. For sure. If we have to close early, is it too, ever too early for like champagne? Or it's never too early. Okay. It's never too early. <laughs> eight, eight a.m., eight thirty a.m. I'm not gonna judge it. You know, I'll get. We'll get some orange juice. Have some champagne. We'll make some mimosas. It'll oh, be great. Yes. You know. See, that's why people want to close with you. Just as long as your uh, <laughs> clients are conscious to sign the documents. Free and willing. Right. That's all that matters. Right. You know? We will have the champagne we, You afterwards. can be okay. You, 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 it doesn't matter how you can get his... I'm kidding. <laughs> McDonald's Insurance and Financial Services is the premier insurance and financial services agency, locally owned and operated, having locations in Tennessee, Mississippi, and Arkansas. Their company works with only the most reputable insurance companies to give you the best coverage for your needs. Call 901 901- Four five one thirty eight eleven. Again, that's nine zero one four five one three eight one one for McDonald's Insurance and Financial Services. Networth Realty of Nashville is growing wealth in Tennessee by providing people across the Nashville metropolitan area with the tools and expertise they need to succeed in the residential real estate market. Their specialists understand the ins and outs of Nashville and are experts at locating undervalued properties in the city's most desirable neighborhoods. That's Networth Realty of Nashville, 615-823-2777. I'm not sure if we talked about student loans and how those affect... Yeah, briefly, 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 briefly. Mm-hmm. Um, we could talk about it more. Well, and I think with student loans, kind of going back to that, I mean, those are a mortgage, if not sometimes mm-hmm. more than a mortgage payment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of like, do I want two mortgages just starting out? <laughs> right. I mean, do I want to add, you know? Yeah, I mean, six this figures is, worth of debt. I mean, that's no joke. Mm-hmm. This is almost a conversation where we, sh- we could bring in a a loan officer and he could go mm-hmm. into getting a 30-year mortgage, getting some PMI, and then two years later refining and putting everything together into mm-hmm. one giant mortgage and right. things, things of that sort. Um, but I think the fact that a, somebody has a student loan is a deterrent factor from the get-go. Mm. They just don't even want to think about it. I can't get a house. I have $200,000 in student loans. Forget about it. Yeah. Not happening. Yeah. But just like that, can. yeah. Right. The way you they said that, <laughs> so good. They say it just like that. <laughs> yeah, but that is something they they still they should consider because it really can happen. You just need to talk to a mortgage person about how to make it happen. Now, who in this room knows a mortgage person? We don't know any. <laughs> Not a one. Man, you would be a good mortgage person. I could do it. I could do it all. You kidding me? You could do it. There's not much in this world I can't do, except maybe neurosurgery. Even that I probably could do. Isn't it? It's because he's an actor. That's so right. he can act Uh-oh. in every... <laughs> you saying I'm inauthentic? <laughs> I am Because he can I'm act all about that. authenticity. <laughs> I love that. You're basically like, Brendan, you yes. are fake. Yes. <laughs> Just not feeling it now. Just a little bit more. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. 
Wyatt can do it the same. So. <laughs> <laughs> He's got that acting degree as well. <laughs> I guess I better play nice since you're the one that took the pictures in the video earlier. Make That's sure true. I'm gonna pick. Mine. I'm gonna pick the worst one. Oh, I'm even. I'm even throwing in a Photoshop. Like you're gonna be like, whoa. <laughs> Blur our faces and just have his face yeah. staring at the camera. <laughs> I'm gonna crop everybody out. Yeah. <laughs> Very awesome, guys. Is there anything else that we haven't thought about that millennial buyers and anyone interested in helping them might want to know? Yeah. If the, is there one piece of advice that you guys would give to millennial buyers? I would say personally, I'd say start asking the questions early. Okay. Contact your. Your realtor that you see every day on your Instagram, Jennifer, <laughs> <laughs> and and then get a great team, uh, Brad. Yeah. Title. Cough, cough. Yeah. And then if a video needs to be done, <laughs> Brennan. Brennan. Quick question though, and I know home buyers probably feel this. Mm-hmm. Is it ever too early to reach out to a realtor? Because I could see home buyers being like. You know, I'm thinking about it, but I don't want to bother a realtor and get their hopes up, and then all of a sudden they're bothering me all the time, and then I'm not ready. Like, is it ever too early to open that line of communication? I am so glad you asked that, because Wyatt and I had this conversation the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, it is never too early, mm-hmm. because if they can't help you now, at least you know where you stand, and you can they, they can always help you in the future. Um, but they can get you to the right people to see what you need to do to get that house um, down the road. So if it's too early to look, yeah. still get with your realtor. Um, it's just they they have the connections to make sure you know the steps to take to move forward and get to your dream. Yeah, home. and they can send you out if they, if they have an idea of what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can cash. I mean, not bombard you with stuff right mm-hmm. away if you're not really in the. I'm ready to buy now mode, but mm-hmm. as months go by, I mean, they can casually send you places. And I think that's right. very helpful, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, working professionals, I mean, it's, sometimes it's enjoyable to go on the, the, the red fins and the real tracks and, mm-hmm. you know, s- s- analyze different properties and what they're selling for, mm-hmm. but that gets time consuming. Right. And that could, I mean, that's a, that's a lot of energy. So yeah. why not have somebody that you trust and, you know, in your corner to do that for you um, week after week and just throw you a couple different ideas. Mm-hmm. You can gather yeah, yeah. thoughts like, oh, I like I that like color. That one. Yeah. And that, that part of town I hadn't thought about living in. Right? Yeah. Yeah, as a realtor, I would never feel like you were wasting my time just by trying to get the, the ball rolling on buying a house. Because even if I can't help you, I appreciate you reaching out right. and we'll, we'll connect in the future. Yeah. So. And it's always cool to make new friends. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or rekindle old relationships yeah. and, yeah. you know, barbecue. Exactly. <laughs> Love barbecue. Yeah. Because if that person, if they may not use you, they'll refer you to another friend. There you right. go. And that's the, that's the name of the game. Mm-hmm. Girls, baby. We know, as this is it's our career, so we know not every person we work with is going to go to close. Yeah. It's just part of the game. Right. But most will, let's be honest. Yeah. When they're with us, when they're with yes. this team, that's right. Yes. We're going all the way, baby. We're going all, all the way. way. Yeah. Always be closing. Always oh. be closing, baby. Yes. Well, thank you guys for guys. Us that today. was a freaking blast. Cheers. Yes. Cheers. Absolutely. <laughs>
This has been a production of Corkscrews and Contracts. Podcast copyright 2019.